did the whole GD show, the show where we bring up a word or phrase to spark a conversation about the related me- media. Here with me is my, I'm Jeff Blanchard, <laughs> and uh, here with me is my co-host, uh, Dylanor. Hello, Dylan. Hello, Jeff. I figured I'd just introduce you before I tell everyone who I am. I'll take it. Yeah, uh, sure. We can redo that if you want. No, that's fine. Okay, I'll, I'll live with in. that. Yeah, I don't really care. It's got character. I I hate. I can't wait till we get to the point where I don't have to say that. Yeah, yeah, though. Yeah, you have no idea. The, like, it's easier, much easier, just to have the conversation than yeah. like, trying to do the scripted thing. Yeah, that's why editing it. I've noticed, like at the end, sometimes it just peters out. I'm like, oh no, I. And I'm like, oh, we forgot to say this, to thank this person. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Because we don't write, it, well, we write our right, list yeah. down, but it's just like, we don't write anything else down. Yeah, as far nothing, as I yeah, it's on paper. I just did that off the top of my head every yeah, guys, time. And improv. I, I mess it up almost Can every time. Tell? Can yeah. you tell? No, it's good. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's the name of the show. It's yeah. who we are. Yep. That's all we need. And this is our kind of review episode of the year yes. 2018, that being our word slash number, if you will. Yep. It's our retrospective of not not necessarily stuff that was released in 2018, but really just anything in the past year that we've watched. That yeah, watched, out take, to us. Yeah, taken part of in our in our daily lives and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, do you have a movie to I start with? I do, sure. Yeah, I'll start with a movie. Um, this year was the year after waiting for, what, 14, 15 years that Incredibles 2 finally came out. It's really been 14. Yeah. That's yeah, surprising. Uh, yeah, the fir- I think Incredibles, the first one, came out in like 2004-ish. Huh, all right. Something like that. Um, but, yep, I, and Incredibles 2 came out this year, and... Oh boy, was it worth the wait. I loved it so much. Yeah. Um, I assume you haven't seen it. That is I, correct. I saw the first one. I did see the first right, one. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. It's the best Fantastic Four movie, a lot of people say. Okay. Because um, all of them have been bad. <laughs> all of them have been bad. And yeah. The Incredibles has four people with very similar powers to the Fantastic Four. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I uh, Incredibles 2, I worked at the drive-in this summer again, so I saw it many times, because I think we showed it five weeks this year, and it, I went and saw it, I took my kid to see it, I probably watched just by myself, because I get in for free when I'm not working too, I just spend my time in my car in the summer watching movies. Fair enough. But, uh, Incredibles 2 was great, they even, like, in the opening, if you saw it in theaters, they had, like, Samuel L. Jackson was there, like, on screen, and uh, Judd T. Nelson and all the voices were there, and they are like, hey, we know it's been 14 years, but it's, it takes a lot of time to work an animated movie and do this, and a lot of people came together on this. Is that a DreamWorks, or is that a Pixar? Pixar. That is a Pixar, yeah, okay. It's uh, Brad Bird, uh, sure. he did the, wrote and directed the first one, and he... When he did that one, he said, I'm not doing a second one until I have an idea good enough worthy of, like, me putting my time and effort into it. And I think uh, he stuck to that uh, because it was good, and uh, he waited however long it was until he had an idea. And, yeah, it was a great movie. No, that... that's, that's, I definitely like that with, I'm um, not to interrupt you, sorry. No, but no. Um, it's like, with that kind of thing, I feel like people just rush out ideas and it's right. like, oh, yeah, they the cash tend to be, grab. yeah, it's a cash grab, they tend to be half-assed, they put yeah. less, less effort and, like, time into it, and there's, it just really shows in that kind of thing, especially right. with, like, a passion project where it's, like, something that you really want to do. 
Yeah, especially I mean it's a Disney Pixar, and they had they of course they put out cash grabs and sequels all the time. Sure. There's a lot of lackluster. Yeah, Cars two. Uh, yeah, like planes. I liked the first Cars, um, but uh, yeah, planes. Yeah, just the churning them out monsters, the Finding Dory, Monsters University. Yeah, like. They're okay, but they're not great, and you can kind of tell that they just kind of pumped him out because it's what people wanted, but they still didn't have, like, a great formed idea with it. That's why I'm worried about Toy Story 4. Yeah. Because uh, Toy Story 3 was another one where they waited, like, 12 years to do it again, and it was it worked out very well. How long has it been since the last Toy Story, though? It's only, uh, it hasn't been it, that long, has it? I think it was 2011 Toy Story So it's been out. a little while. Yeah, so, so they've had time. That is true, yeah. But it, it's kind of with that, it's like you, you tied up everything exactly, in yeah. such a nice little, like, present. Right, yeah. Like. You thought, yeah, you had, like, a finality and closure to it. And yeah. So it does, yeah, that's what it does make it seem kind of a cash grab there. Yeah. But, um, it. I kind of felt that way um, initially with the uh, Harry Potter kind of right, prequels yeah. coming out uh, i hear there a lot of good things and anytime i see clips of it it looks good yeah and i it, saw the first one fantastic beast yeah and every time i like it's based on something that like like there's no kind of emphasis on like like they made the in you know in books things like beetle the bard and right. all that stuff and i think that they made small books of that but there's hasn't been yeah. this kind of expectation when you're comparing it to like the adaptation and whatever, right? People my, kind of like mix it up or whatever. Yeah, my son actually got the uh, the illustrated Fantastic Beasts book, and it's just like a textbook. It's just like here's this is the basilisk, and yeah. it gives you like stats on the basilisk. Yeah, it's, it's not, not like, like the story. Yeah, correct, exactly. Yeah. There's no plot to it. Um, so they did. They kind of took that and formed it with the the kind of history they set with Dumbledore yeah. in the Harry Potter books. And I mean, J.K. Rowling helps script it too. Sure. So, and I, I don't know. I, from what I've seen, they all look fairly good. Yeah. Um, I haven't really followed them at all, but I, you know, I, I wouldn't mind doing it. It doesn't seem it does and doesn't. It, like at least that it looks like they've put in a lot of effort for it to be its own kind of thing. Right. But it's also like it's a movie in this universe. It isn't like a Harry Potter movie. I feel like you know what I mean. Right, yeah, it's definitely like a side, like yeah, it's well, which canonical. It, it actually exactly, is, yes. I guess. But. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah, I haven't seen the second one still, but yeah, um, yeah the first one was good. Yeah, yeah. It was enjoyable. Yeah, I, I don't know. Just when I saw it initially coming out, I'm like, oh, this is just like they just want money, but they actually right. ended up like decent. Yeah. Uh, have you read Cursed Child? Or I'm aware of it, but I, I haven't read it, or nor have I seen the play of it. My sister saw it on Broadway, yeah. and she said it was amazing, like really cool effects and stuff that mm. you can't even like figure out how they work on stage. Hmm. But um, Yeah, I've heard mixed reviews. Yeah, me yeah. too, but uh, she liked it a lot. But okay. She never read the books also. She, was, she, she never read Harry movie. Potter? Yeah, she watched the movies, and she likes the movies, but okay. she never... She read... Uh, first two, but yeah. that was it. But yeah, she's not a Potterhead. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's back to Incredibles two. Sure. I mean, uh, waiting like, also waiting this amount of time. The animation in that is so crisp. You can see like the fibers on Mister Incredible shirt. In the first one, it's really early CGI. It's like Pixar's fourth or fifth movie, and so. The computer technology just wasn't there back then. There's like, see, I remember even when I was watching it in the theater, um, the first Incredibles. There's a scene where like the plane crashes in the water and like everyone's hair is wet and it just 
ugh, being really poor looking, just like this mangled mess. And I mean, they, you could only do so much back then. Uh, but now, like, you see the, like, the ice crystals in the air when Frozone freezes stuff and just, yeah, all the fabric and it, it's nuts. And there are and giving kids seizures. Five <laughs> people in the family or four? Four. It is four. No, five. There's five. There's five because the baby. The baby. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, the kid is the speedster. Right, yeah. The mother is the elastic age. Yeah. She's badass in yeah. the second movie. It's awesome. She, it's more, it's mostly a her story. Okay. But there's a lot of, like, I connected with the movie. There's a lot of Mr. Incredible, like, he's staying home and taking care of the kids now. And yeah. there's a lot of him, like, trying to figure out math and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's, I, I can relate to that. Fair enough. Right. It's, it's good. Fun for the whole family. Silly. And what is the baby's, I kind of saw it in, like, a, a trailer or something. It's, um, like, all of them? The baby has all the powers? Yeah, he's, uh, spoilers, I guess, for this movie. He's a polymorph, so he can just do a bunch of different stuff. He can catch on fire. He can grow giant. He has laser eyes. It, I remember seeing it in the trailer, so it's just, yeah. like, people can kind of, like, Right, oh, yeah, they call like it. They, like, thing. dub it. The, the, um, the, the designer, the fashion designer, the short lady. Yeah. She babysits him one night and she like becomes obsessed with him and she classifies him as a polymorph hmm. like, just you can do a bunch of stuff essentially and change into a bunch of stuff hmm. all right but yeah definitely yeah. check it out yeah i it's been i I, don't know, I think i saw the first one when it came out but yeah it's, it's been a while since i've seen that series uh i love it i love superheroes sure. I love disney movies so it goes hand in hand what about your 2018 movie? Uh, I am, I don't know. I'm not great at seeing movies on a regular basis. Um, I don't know. I just had a long absence from them, and I just I kind of take them in very slowly. Yeah. And mine is kind of a classic movie that I, I think I saw it somewhere, and I'm like, oh, I want to see that. Mine is To Sir With Love. Are you familiar with this movie? No. It is a Sidney Poitier movie about him going into a kind of posh, British high school and trying to teach the kids and that none of them really want to learn. It's kind of one of those, oh, okay. like, I want to teach these kids. And yeah, like and, that 90s movie with uh, the lady that I Was it Michelle Pfeiffer? In a... uh, probably. I, it was probably like a Hillary Swank or something Maybe, like that. Yeah, and she takes a bunch of, like... Inner cities. Yeah, inner city kids to the amusement park one day. I remember that. <laughs> it's kind of like that, except it's he's a... Uh, I think he's supposed to be like from like a Trinidad or something like that. He's a you know a black man, and these are all kind of posh white yeah. British kids who just are kind of in this position where they're set to graduate, and he's trying to teach them. Uh, I think uh, courses at first, and then at some point he's like, "Well, you're going out into the world, so I'm going to just teach you what it's like to be an adult." Yeah, that yeah. life. Yeah, cool. So it's like kind of a flip flop on the inner city, like they're well accomplished. Yeah, Children, like, they're already yeah. just, like, they're just looking forward to getting jobs right, and stuff yeah. like that. And he, but they're all just brats, basically. Yeah. They don't really know anything about life. They don't have any experience. And there's a, also kind of, like, racial tension in there where they don't really know no. how to deal with it. Because yeah. <laughs> that was of the time. Right, yeah, exactly. Sure. I, it, wow, yeah. Even in British, Britain. Britain, whatever. sure. Uh, yeah, I liked it a lot. Uh, there's uh, They have a, you know... There's a song that is related with the movie also called To Sir With Love, 
that you may recognize if you've heard it. Probably, but, but it's uh, yeah, it's the a title is you know I like uh, Sidney Poitier; he's a great actor. Yeah. Um, and I just enjoyed the movie. It's just a kind of easy light movie that I watched on a, kind of on a whim, and it's like and I enjoyed it. I don't know what else to say about it. Yeah, I tried to pick. Trying to pick not a freaking Marvel movie. <laughs> well, <laughs> like three yeah. of them came out last year or something. They always. I yeah, I've been pretty lax in watching movies in general. I watched Nacho Libre this year, which yeah. was like, yeah, it's fine. Just I watch a, a lot of bad movies. Uh yeah, because <laughs> they're just there, and there's a lot of them. I so. like the end of it. I I thought it was like a dumb little cute movie, whatever. Yeah, was, I still haven't seen that. I used to love Jack Black though. Sure, I watched. Um, the Emperor's New Groove. Oh, yeah, I watched that, year. too, this yeah. year. <laughs> For the first time? No, just, oh. oh, that was your first time? My first time seeing oh, man, it. Oh, yeah. yeah. What'd you think of it? Uh, I liked it. I, I don't <laughs> Larry know. David Spade. <laughs> yeah, I guess I never realized it was him in oh, yeah. this movie. I was like, oh, it's David Spade. Oh, yes, it's a very David Spade attitude. And sure. It's, uh, David Spade is a cartoon llama, pretty much. That's yeah, and I mean, I already had heard, you know, all the references. Yeah, to and... yeah, I I love the humor in the movie, sure. especially. Uh, I love Patrick Warburton, such as like distinct voice and his character in that is just oblivious and really funny. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of if I've just seen anything else in general. It's been a, a, a light year on movies for me. It's uh... Oh, yeah. See, I worked at the drive-in, so I saw a lot of crap. Like, we talked about uh, that one with The Rock. And that other oh, one Sky with The Rock. Scraper. Yeah, I didn't remember uh, the title. Rampage. But you did. <laughs> and Rampage. And yeah. He's, yeah, I speaking of pumping out crap, that's <laughs> yes. kind of what we meant. Yeah. Like that, man. I I like The Rock. He seems like a decent guy and probably a decent actor. But yeah. man, I don't know what he's doing with this like film. Like he he needs to take time off. And, yeah, like, there's like three Fast and the Furious movies in production all the time. I think when actors kind of get into this mood of just like putting out stuff and stuff and stuff that they forget like what actually like decent work. Oh yeah, is like. definitely. Yeah. yeah, they just love to work. Love yeah. to work out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a very fit man, but I'm like, uh, you're what you're doing is you're going to the gym, then you're making crappy movies. Like, you need to take some time off and then like come back, and maybe you'll be in a decent one. I'll wait till his rap album drops. Is that a thing? I not yet. That wouldn't surprise me. (laughs) At least he said he wasn't going to run for president. That's good. I'm glad he. I wouldn't care. Honestly, (laughs) I'd be like, whatever. It can't be. Whatever. Can there be much more of him? Yes. Sure. See him every day. He's everywhere, you know. He's in so many movies. Yeah, He's already been in two of our episodes, at least. I'm sure we talked to him. We've about talked about him a bunch, and yeah. I, mainly because I just think he's... Because he's everywhere. He's everywhere. He's, it's annoying that yeah. he's everywhere. Oh, well, we can move on. Yeah. You... Uh, did you have a TV show or I whatnot? I did have a TV show. Um, and I have watched this TV show before, but this season in 2018 was great, and actually was probably my favorite show at one point that it was on. It's uh, called The Magicians. Okay. Have you heard of that? It's a show on the Sci-Fi Network. Nope, I have not. It's based on some books. I don't know if they're young adult books, but the show is pretty adult. There's a lot of F-bombs and oh. S-bombs and See You Next Tuesday bombs. Wow. And in season three, they stopped editing it, and it's just on cable dropping F-bombs. It was very surprising oh. to me. I was. They allowed to do that? I... 
Barely. They, they show it late enough at night. Then, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's on at like yeah. 10 at night or something. It might be, no, it was on at 9, and they dropped the See You Next Tuesday, and I was that like, what the, whoa. Because the first two seasons, they edit it the whole time. They don't swear. I don't think I've ever seen that like on the air at like, yeah. any time, honestly. Oh, yeah. Oof. <laughs> I was taken aback. Yeah. But I still enjoy the show very much. It's very, it's like in a very, um, it's an adult Harry Potter, essentially. Okay. It's, uh, it's called The Magicians. Mm-hmm. I said that. Season 3 was on this year. It's about... Um, Five, four or five kids mm-hmm. in their early 20s uh it starts out with one of them he gets they like he likes to do magics mm-hmm. just close-up magic and stuff sure and he ends up learning he ends up going to college at a magic college called break bills okay <laughs> kind of like harry potter right so but college, they teach actual college or actual magic or is it still like no close? no it's actual magic oh, okay. he's learning they're like you've always known about like you can do magic and he's like what and then he actually like does magic he's like ah geez magic is real so he actually like learns like spells and stuff they do it like bad medium audio medium but um they do like weird finger movements that's how they do magic. Do they do that like removing thumb thing <laughs> it kind of like looks it, like they that they show, do like, like children yeah <laughs> oh i got your Pretty nose much, and dude, okay. like uh, this one if you can't see it Look, I have the one my where fingers, yeah, my two middle fingers are wiggling and they're interlocked. It looks like a snake, but yeah. Is that what it's like, supposed to be? I, don't I always know thought that was is. I always thought that was a weird sexual thing. I don't is know it? Why. Oh I didn't I don't know, know that. but I it's I the hope one I where you, taught this to my kid. you lock you put your hands together and you turn them in different I didn't directions. Even do it that way. And you do it. And then you, you do move your, magic. then you move your middle fingers. Oh, wait, like that. Oh, yeah, I yeah. always thought that was a weird, like, sexual, like, is it? like this is gross. All right. I don't know. <laughs> Doesn't it, like... It, I thought I it was just know. a fun thing to do, oh. like, make your hands symmetrically wiggle. Yeah. Oh. Well, anyway, that's magic. Yeah. <laughs> that's the magic in the, the, the magician's universe. But, yeah, that's got that Harry Potter element to it, but they're adults, and they, like... You know, they have to deal with like drugs and have sex and yeah. stuff like that. And uh, uh, the, there's also like this Chronicles of Narnia element too, where the, he he's obsessed with the main character Quentin is obsessed with these books mm-hmm. uh, called Fillory, or but the land is Fillory, and mm-hmm. essentially, like everyone thinks it's fake, but then he starts learning it's real. There's these different realms, pretty much like a multiverse. Mm-hmm. And Fillory is one of them, and they learn about it. And it just it opens up and up and more and more. And uh, it's really cool. There's a lot of it, trigger warning to it. There's like there's some graphic scenes in there, like oh. dealing with like rape and suicide sometimes. Sure, mostly yeah. in the first season, and then they kind of calm it down. It it does like impact the plot a lot. It has a lot to do with it, but it is it can be graphic. Sure, yeah, yeah. I mean that's. It's on the Sci-Fi Channel. It seems like yeah. an excessive thing to like just have on, you know, kind of like a cable TV. Yeah, I'm pretty but... sure there was a trigger warning at the start of the episode, but yeah. it was pretty freaking rough. I, I always give the warning when I, like, talk about this show. Yeah. But uh, the yeah, they t- they tone that stuff down in the later seasons, but tone up the profanity. I guess it's kind of a balance. Yeah, but a lot of good character development. Like the characters are very distinct. And some of them are real assholes, and you hate them. But uh, are they, they? Do you love to hate them? Is it that kind, kind of, thing? of? Yeah. Or are they yeah. just you just do not like this character. Yeah, one character's name is Penny, and he's like my favorite. But he's just kind of this apathetic dick to everyone too. Just yeah. kind of like the characters I like. Yeah. Very much like uh, like 
like a spike. Hugh Jackman's Wolverine or, or like Spike, yeah, kind of like sure. that. Uh, crappy attitude, but also really heart just, of gold. Yeah, heart of gold <laughs> always will help the team or like yeah. step up when they need sure. to. But yeah, and they all yeah, all the characters have like significant arcs. Is, and is stuff it set that in a fictional them. universe or is it kind of like based on like America? It starts in like it starts in New York. I was reading oh, about okay. the producers wanting to make like really three distinct worlds, and like New York is the human world, and then it kind of just dives deeper. You go to the college, which is it kind of exists in the same world but yeah. it's hidden away it's like a hogwarts kind of thing yeah exactly here, and then they go the like oh now there's this place called fillery and like there's all these different realms sounds very british kind fillery. of it's not though yeah. oh yeah fillery yeah uh yeah it's very chronicles of narnia there's oh, okay. like goat men and stuff like that okay all right yeah I, that's uh, i saw one of i saw one of those movies and part of another one. Yeah, like I only it's... saw. I think I only saw the first Chronicles. That's fine. Yeah, yeah it was all right. It was I... very like of that time when they're doing those magic movies, like yeah. the Golden Compass. Everyone was trying to kind of copy Harry Potter, but yeah, there was a slew of kind of like magical realism. Yeah, kind of movies that exactly. kind of came out around that time. So yeah. Uh, there's a lot of, I feel like that kind of just like pushing the boundaries with what you can show has been a popular thing this year. Like, um, uh, there's been this popular anime series called Goblin Slayer. Have you heard of this? No. Uh, it's a popular anime series, uh, that I think it just came out this year. Um, and in the first episode, very, there's like a bad rape scene. Wow. Yeah. With, uh, you know, goblins and humans fighting them. And, it, yeah, it, it's very graphic. And and from what I hear, like, a lot of people, like, understandably were upset by this. Yeah, yeah and to open up with that, too. Like, where do you go from there? Episode one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. At least, yeah, in The Magicians, yeah. it's like ten. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's better, I yeah, guess. But I it's guess like... It's not, like, super graphic. I mean, they don't show, but it is just... And I don't know what I hear people talking about. I hear them com kind of complaining that it just has. I don't know if it's because of other complaints that it's kind of gone downhill since yeah. the first episode. Like not as far as content, but like, well, it's like it's just isn't as good. Yeah. <laughs> like it was better animated, and like it, the plot was heavier and whatnot. Uh, even animated, yeah, yeah. When like scenes like that, even if they are graphic it does set up an intensity like an emotional intensity to yeah. the film that you kind of should carry through with or at least have resolved or yeah and it addressed. just it seems like when they the way that they did it it was just basically to kind of like here's the graphic thing happening and since then they've kind of been like oh here's this like just adventure tale here's this like light harem kind of romance thing going on yeah so there's a the shock MC. value type. it was a shock yeah. value thing exactly yeah, yeah. uh that was not my uh, mine, <laughs> not um, TV. yeah uh my show which i just finished is fraser oh yeah i may have fraser crane fraser crane dr fraser crane <laughs> yeah I, uh, I used to love Frasier, yeah. Yeah, I watched the entire series over the past few months. I don't know why I decided <laughs> to start watching it. I've talked to a lot of people, and it's just a good show to have on in the background a lot. Uh, yeah, yeah it's, definitely. It's like, I've it's, known multiple people to do that. Same, like, I feel like Big Bang Theory is on, on the same kind of lines for me. I like, I don't... Show. Yeah, you hate it. <laughs> yes. I don't love it. I don't 
but I'm like, I yeah, think it's, I can. I've had it it's on the like background. The perfect before. show yeah. to have on the background. It's yeah, like that type of show. Yeah, I just hate that stereotypical the nerd. I'm and a laugh nerd. Track. Yes, the yeah. laugh track. Someone once told me that. Uh, because me and my like group of friends used to kind of assign ourselves like, oh, there's four people in this show. Who would we be? One time, someone tried to do the Big Bang Theory, which I refused to participate in that yeah. discussion anyway. And then they told me I was Sheldon. I was like, that's the biggest insult I've ever received. Jeez, man. Um, you want to be friends after this? Ugh. I feel like there are worse characters than him in there. Like, uh, really? Oh, uh, Wallace is pretty. Oh, Rush. <laughs> Rush. Always and they're all pretty obnoxious. Terrible, yeah, I don't hate the main guy. Uh, what, Leonard. Yeah, Leonard. Uh, yeah. Can't remember his actual name. Johnny something or other. Uh, Galecki. Galecki. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't mind him, but I, I hate every other character. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who are you in Frasier? Are you Frasier? Are you like Niles? Oh man, um, I'm not as smart Daphne? as either of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, like I guess I'd probably be the, Niles. The dog. <laughs> Maybe the dog. Yeah. yeah. Or Eddie's the dog cool. or the dad. The dad is. Yeah, Martin. Yeah. Um, I'd probably be Niles because Fraser's pretty good with ladies. I am not as good as Fraser is. Yeah, Niles not is have good the with one lady. Yeah, exactly. Probably him obsessing yeah. over one lady and yeah. like from afar. Yeah. But yeah. That was, it, was that the first time you've seen any episode of no, Fraser? No, I <laughs> I've seen them here and there, but I had never really seen the whole series or like yeah. I didn't really know. Like I, I never watched Cheers. Like I, that's right. the same kind of thing. I watched some of it here and there, but I never watched all of it. And like it's, it's the same thing. Obviously, it's a spinoff with that one character yeah. in his kind of pompous, you know, Seattle life or whatever. Yeah, moves away and with his pompous brother and his kind of down home father and whatnot. And I don't know. It's just an an easy watch, the kind of thing where you can just have it on, like you said. But I enjoyed it. There's a lot of like clever jokes in there there's a lot of repetition with the plot like they've kind of got this idiot plot do you know this kind of device that they use it's uh, idiot plots this thing where like basically something has like pe- two people have had a misunderstanding and then it just affects the plot for oh the yeah day. modern family does that all yeah. the time like yeah. cam and the two the gay couple those two all the time it's, that's why i stopped watching that it show. is such a constant thing in yep. this where they're like oh i thought you wanted a date with her not her yeah and it's just like that and it's just like 10 seasons of that there's so much of that kind of thing going on yes yeah oh, i meant to give her this ring oh i love it and it's just like oh I yeah pretty yeah this. it's always a miscommunication yeah that's um one of the podcasts I listen to, they talk about, a, like, if it can be solved with a sticky note, like, it's not a good plot. Like, yeah. if you can just write a note on the fridge and say, like, it can be solved in one sentence, it's not a solid, like, well-written. Yeah. But, yeah, the humor in that show, yeah, you definitely, like, had to do your homework to get it. But if, like, you knew, like, the small references, it's pretty, it's a good chuckle, hearty chuckle. Yeah, it's, there's a lot of definite references to basically him just being like, oh, this is uh, from the Circus de Pompeii yeah. or whatever. And I'm just like, I don't get it, but that's kind of the point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep, they are. Yeah, because, yeah, it's just, it's kind of like that twin talk thing where, like, yeah. you see young twins babble to each other and they can understand each other. It's like Niles and Fraser talking in yeah. like the, about theater or literature and you're just like, it's over my head, but yeah. it's, it's, it's good that they're getting along. Yeah. Yeah, I loved it. I watched uh, Frasier probably the last few seasons while it was airing. Yeah, I haven't watched it in its entirety, I'm sure, but I've seen quite a bit. Eleven of it. seasons. Eleven. It yeah, took definitely. Me a while not to get to, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's all. 
50 seasons, too. Yeah, they're all, like, 24 or so episodes each. It took me a while to get there, but, you know, it. I enjoyed it, and that's kind of, like, the thing I've been spending my past few months on, just, like, Frasier, 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 Frasier. I've had Dad's Army. That's one I've been enjoying lately. What's that? Also. Dad's Army is this thing. Uh, it's a BBC show. Uh, it's about the Home Guard in Britain and these kind of old retired men um, mm-hmm. representing the armed forces uh, while, you know, they they can't serve on front lines, but they're kind of like defending the home area. It's a comedy. So, like, oh. they're not actually um, fighting. It's them just, like, learning, like, drills and stuff. And they're all just, like, they don't know what they're doing. They're all scattered. They all have their own kind of lives that they're trying to also go about while they're, like, having to maintain, like, oh, we have to go and get the drill. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. So it's a comedy. It's, it's a comedy. like a war comedy, but... It is a, they're yeah. They're not actually a, at war. They're not at war. They're, yeah. like, in uniforms. They're trying to, like, learn how to use guns. Like, some of them have no idea what they're doing. The, the war comedy has always puzzled me. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, MASH or Hogan's Heroes. Oh, MASH is a like, bummer. Man. Yeah, there's some, like, episodes, it's supposed to be a comedy, but yeah, I've, I've never watched, I don't think I've seen a full episode of MASH, but I've heard there are some, like, episodes that are just, like, they're boo, dark. Yeah, yeah, dark, like, I have to kill this baby. So yeah, that's the one. Isn't yeah. that the finale? I heard yeah. that was the finale, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, like, uh, war. Is but this is a... one where I don't think you ever see like an actual band. Yeah. I'm yeah, on I like season that five. Like that. And they're just like kind of bumbling old men. There's a few young men who aren't old enough to serve. Yeah. And they're just like, they don't know what they're doing. You know, they're kind of, uh, their leader is this kind of pompous windbag of a guy. His second in command is this kind of like well-educated guy who's also very good with the ladies. And it's kind of got this weird kind of cast of characters. Yeah. One is like, Probably, like, supposed to be playing, like, an 80-year-old and he's just also trying to, like, take naps and stuff while he's, <laughs> like, on duty and stuff like that. I haven't been enjoying it. I don't know. Yeah, I've never heard of it, but, uh... I would sounds all right. recommend it. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds better than MASH. Yeah. I never really got into MASH. I know no, me neither. I just know popular. it was on uh, FX and Buffy was on FX when FX used to only have, like, four shows. Sure. Now it's got... Too many. Yeah, yeah. Now it's all like movies and it's all Fast and Furious movies and whatever. They got like Breaking two. Bad. Yeah. Uh, is that on FX? Wasn't that originally on FX for a long time? Thought it was. Maybe. I don't know why. Because I know they have FXX too, oh, which is yeah, like The right. Simpsons. That's like all their comedy shows, I think. Yeah, I believe so. But yeah. I don't watch Always Sunny that much anymore. I, yeah, I watched a lot of that. I don't really find that show that funny but i kind of enjoy watching it i like it they're all terrible terrible people yeah that's why it's funny to laugh at their like misery yeah because usually i mean it goes bad they deserve it (laughs) yes yeah it's the kind of show where i'm like i don't get like a good laugh out of it but i'm like i kind of enjoy watching yeah there's some episodes that make you feel really gross (laughs) but yeah i watched like the first five seasons a lot and then i haven't watched in a long time and i watched it on the plane recently yeah some newer episodes, I'm like, oh, it's the quality's pretty much the same. It's yeah, it's pretty. It's like a solid show. Yeah, it's, it's been like consistent. A, yeah. yeah, they still they're like probably have two seasons still coming, contracted or whatever. Uh, do you have a music of the year? I do. Yes. Um, recently I've been listening. I didn't even know this album existed, but wow. it, uh, it's from my one of my favorite bands, Metric, of okay. course, a Canadian punkish. Sure 
prog rock band with a female singer. My they're gonna eat you alive. Type. Yes, yeah, uh, yeah. They're gonna eat me with fries. I like that song. Uh, Help I'm out. alive. <laughs> no, I made that up. I oh. made up because the song goes beating like a hammer, and <laughs> I say eat eating a hamburger. Like a hamburger. <laughs> Help eat me with fries. Um, my son thinks that's the funniest thing in the world. Sure. <laughs> but, well, he's a child. Yes. <laughs> I do too, though. Know, I think it's hilarious. Well, you're I came up child. with it. Yes, and I wrote it. I wrote the terrible joke. But they uh, they have an album from 2015. It was their first album in like three years, which is probably why I hadn't heard of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was called Pagans in Vegas. And I've just had it on repeat a lot lately. It's very like consistent. Because uh, they started out, their early albums are very punk influenced, not a lot of electronica to it. But as they've gone on, like their third, fourth album got progressively more to the balance of electronic and prog rock and punk, which I like a lot. That's kind of their my favorite album would be Synthetica, which is their fourth or fifth, which is around. There's you haven't seen Scott Pilgrim versus uh no I don't believe so but there's a band in Scott Pilgrim in the movie and they play a song and it's actually a metric song Mm -hmm. that they wrote for it so it's kind of around that same time that Scott Pilgrim came out that some of their they're making some help I'm alive the uh, fantasies was that album but all around that time and uh, then they went quiet for a while but in 2015 they released this album that i just discovered and i've been listening to a lot is there if you had to point at another band that maybe that's better known if people don't know metric do you Um, think you can come up with one is that like a beck or something like that or maybe maybe like yeah 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 it's definitely yeah because they're like my top they're in my top five also a lady Um, singer garbage sure kind of good she has uh Shirley Manson of Garbage has a much more deeper, rich voice. Sure. Uh, Emily Haynes of Metric is much more higher, but still kind of the same dynamic with the the music. Or like a uh, Silver Sun pickups. Yes. Yep. Yeah. I've seen I've seen Silver Sun pickups like five times. But yep. Yep. yep that's all. Yeah. That's right in that circle for me. That's <clears throat> right. Like, but yeah, they have a song called like "Lie Lie Lie" on this album, and uh, it's really I kind of think it's what the whole album is about kind of just selling out mm-hmm. um, and kind of like they told you it was going to be this but it was really this so I, I wonder if that's why I didn't check which record label this was I don't know if they switched record labels I don't know so you think the backstory is that it's maybe. connected to their switching yeah. of labels maybe or yeah regrets Possibly. about uh, obtaining fame stuff like that but well, yeah. yeah it's probably a common thing that you can have oh yeah for like sure for that kind of you know job right yeah, yeah of course uh do you have a favorite song from them in particular or just like any few songs uh really black like? sheep which black is sheep. the song in scott pilgrim oh, okay yeah but it's got this nice real build up crazy good guitar riff do you like help i'm alive yes yeah, yeah. that was probably one of the song. first songs i had heard from them yeah and same here Breathing Underwater is one I also like. I yeah, so. that's one of their slower songs. Syn- that's on the Synthetica. Synthetica, I believe. Yeah, yeah, which Synthetica is one of my favorite albums. It has a really good, like, all the songs kind of connect to each other. kind of have, And it, the album has a great build and a rise and fall at the end. It's, it's built very nicely. Like, knowing how 
a movie is supposed to be built kind of you see that curve and like how the tension rises up and the rising action and the climax and then you fall back down and the the resolution Mm -hmm. that album illustrates that perfectly and Hmm. uh yeah yeah, I might have to check more of that stuff out. I have always liked some of their stuff. I just it's just not something I've like fully kind of delved into. Yeah, I got a Amazon Prime trial so I could get some Christmas presents shipped fast, and I've been just like binging on music that I haven't listened to that yeah. I've missed since I stopped buying CDs. Yeah, yeah. It's I feel like at some point it just became harder if you're like. I have to stream, like, everything I find or, like, listen yeah. to YouTube and just, Oh, yeah, like, YouTube a lot. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's hard to find new music. Yeah, I, I like... We're lucky that we have uh, Bull Moose around us. Like, yeah. A lot of locations don't have a place that sells... Best Buy stops selling physical That music. is... Yeah, their and, store... It's like an appliance store. Yeah, you know? I went it's in so there crazy. for the first time in a long time, and it was like, it's what so is this? Yeah. Yes, I had no idea. I bought, like, KitchenAid stuff in there. Yeah, it they is an appliance like, store. They have, no movies anymore, for the yeah. most part. It's, like, the bare minimum. Yeah, the only movies are, yeah, like, on a cardboard, like, display. Yeah. It's temporary. They've yeah, got like a nice. small. They've got like two little sections, kind of in the middle, towards the video games. Yeah, that's where I was. Oh, and okay. Yeah, it was very small. Like yeah. not a huge selection. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I like physical media a lot. I'll always buy physical over yeah. digital. Just... I've been liking digital lately. Really? Uh, well, just... it's mainly because I always think about moving potentially. Yes, the you convenience. Know, like... I am also starting to realize the convenience is way better because yeah. uh, I got a bunch of switch games for christmas yeah and so did my son and then we doubled the amount of like cases we have and i have to like a lot of my switch games are indie so they're yeah. all digital so but now switching cartridges i'm like oh man i gotta freaking replace the cartridge yeah and take it out that's what is this the 90s sure <laughs> um, those very tiny cartridges that you're like how do they yeah. do it <laughs> yeah like, they're like the ga- smaller than game boy cartridges i know yeah it's smaller than yeah like D- when the ds came out it was like wow look how small this is and like, they're probably are they smaller? they're smaller they're yeah, smaller but, yeah. yeah they're not as thin but they're smaller and hold way more <laughs> yeah obviously yeah but uh yeah, I mean, I like physical. I just like owning it, <laughs> I, knowing I that the, I own it, holding it, and knowing that I own it. I like artwork on it. Too. Yeah, same. Well, like a lot of them don't like uh, make manuals anymore. Yeah, the Switch games don't come with manuals. So many games There's don't. Nothing. That always bugged me when they stopped doing that. Which also kind of the Switch it's, things. The cases are so big and the yeah. cartridges are so tiny. There's no manual in there. It is literally just for the artwork. Yeah. I could do it. I can go digital on video games. I, I always like that. that about um the the digital or excuse me the physical things when they came with manuals because it was such like a oh, nostalgic yeah. thing right like, like uh, if you buy a game you sit in the car and you read the thing right I have I'm gonna pull this right I have this book that I bought at books a million and i bought it because it's got all this like you can see these stickers are the artwork from the ocarina of time yeah. <laughs> like manual and i just remember obsessing over these as a kid and like drawing them myself or putting them on posters yeah so like i bought this when i was like oh it's got the ocarina of time pictures in it i have to have it yeah 300 stickers no 800 geez and i just yeah it was like you would buy the game and like then you'd on the way home, you'd read through the manual. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's great. Yeah. I don't know. It's a nostalgic thing that it's just like, it's not there anymore. No, not at all. You get, yeah. I open up 
the Smash thing. It's got a picture of all the fighters. But and it's I mean, got like a, the a leaflet that says <laughs> spend more money on this other thing. Yeah, here's your like points. Oh, get Piranha Plant. Register before then. Yeah. Like that, but. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so my uh, I've gotten in a weird phase of music. Mine is Johann Sebastian Bach's Brandenburg Concerto. Oh, did that come out this year? No, <laughs> believe it or not, it did not. Uh, <laughs> this is kind of what my year has been like, uh, delving into old stuff. <laughs> to Sir With Love, made in the 50s, I believe. Yeah. Uh, you... Brandenburg Concerto's... I can't, I don't know the date on those, to be fair. Frasier made in the 80s and 90s. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, it's, for some reason this year, I've gotten really into classical music. Also opera and kind of like the musical area, but I'll just, like, delving deep into, like, this is pretty, actually, not that deep into this kind of genre. But it's just, it's what I've been enjoying lately. This, this in particular, I've just... I enjoy that kind of period piece. Have you ever seen Amadeus? Not the movie, no. No, but I. But you're familiar. With yes. It. Yeah. So that I kind of like look and uh, yeah, that look and the kind of music that kind of like permeates throughout it. The Baroque era. Yeah, the Baroque area. Area. Era. era. I always love that the way that kind of looks in films and that kind of period piece, the time and the look and the music. So I've just kind of been delving into that and just. Bach and Mozart and yeah. a bunch of stuff that's previous, like, you know, uh, Beethoven and whatnot. Also going into opera and whatnot. Uh, did you ever take, a, like, a classical music class in college? No. I did. It, it was interesting uh, and boring. Yeah, <laughs> it could be yeah. both. Things can be both. Um, but it was cool. Like, I mean, I don't play music, so it was interesting to see, like, this is in four parts and it is called this. And they were famously made in the baroque era and like learning how to identify the different parts of a song and like what a concerto is i don't remember but what a crescendo <laughs> is symphonies and stuff like that and i i did play in high school and middle school not very much in high school i played the trumpet so i did i know how to play music i know like tempo and stuff like that the basic stuff um but yeah just knowing how a symphony is built and like if it repeats here, this is what it is. And knowing the Baroque era, and I can't name a different Classical era. Classical, <laughs> Renaissance. Yeah, I had to memorize them all. Uh, yeah. I did pretty well. At the <laughs> time? The class. Yeah, that was maybe... That was, Ten was, plus years ago? It was seven years ago, because I remember on the final, I was... my. I was getting my son ultrasounded that day. Not on myself. He wasn't in, but I was I was there for the ultrasound. Yeah. I had to leave the final to go do that. Yeah. Well, but, yeah. So it was seven years ago, eight years ago, eight years ago. Did you ever get it? I mean, other than that class, did you ever listen to that kind of music? It's a good kind of relaxation music, yeah, obviously. I, uh, but... Yeah, I have. I like putting that on. Um, especially, like... Um, do you have a favorite composer or piece that you like a lot? I like the uh, Beethoven. probably Beethoven one, the famous Beethoven one. Symphony number nine. No, nine is yeah, Ode yeah. to Joy. Yeah, Ode to Joy. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's that the really that's just the one I know that name. I'm oh, sure. Yeah, Ode to Joy is just like a part of it in that like right. whole symphony. But nine, I do like the very beginning of it, and then it gets to Ode to Joy, and I'm like, eh, I don't like that part as much. Yes. Symphony yeah, that's number what five kind of... is the other kind of popular one. Da, 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 da. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. 
I know that one. Sure. Beethoven, the dog song. The dog song. There was a Beethoven movie last year. Did you know that? Another uh, one. No, but that doesn't surprise me. I, I, I thought they had gone on hiatus. So no. Yeah. I mean, they had. They had like <laughs> I, probably I thought they were done. four or whatever. Then yeah. They... Yeah. I think it was five or something. Yeah. Good fifth. <laughs> Maybe we'll talk about Beethoven in an episode. Probably yeah. Not. Unless it's like dog, <laughs> Beethoven's fifth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. Because they were named after symphonies. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, but yeah, I for taking a class on it, I don't retain a lot of the knowledge. Yeah. But I'm not very musically inclined, as I've said before. Yeah, I don't. I've never played an instrument. I didn't even play one in uh, middle school or high school. I think I had the option, and I was just like, yeah. I'm good. I we, think I wanted to do. They basically just didn't allow people to do the two that would have probably been the most popular, which was guitar and piano. Oh, yeah. And they are just like, oh, yeah, these ones, you can do it if you do it on your own or something right. weird. It was yeah. Like, you, you have to take You could eventually weapon. participate like in the concert doing that, but yeah. they weren't going to teach it. Yeah, they had it was one, We had one crap. band teacher who yeah. would just teach all the instruments. Which is kind of like, why even offer this as like a possible thing? Then? Yeah. You just have to know it. Or yeah, you had to do it. a few years of band before they allowed you to play guitar. In it, yeah. Because yeah, it wasn't until high school or maybe even the end of middle school. Or, but yeah, I played the trumpet. Uh, and then I got braces on in late middle school. And that yeah. really affected my trumpet playing. And so did my not wanting to play the trumpet. Well, <laughs> so, yeah, that'll do it. I stopped playing the trumpet eventually. Yeah. Yeah, I own a guitar. I have no idea how to play it. Me I also... neither. I have stupid fingers. I know how to read tabs, but I can't move my fingers fast enough or dexterous enough. Nope. I also own a keyboard. No idea. Yeah. And a harmonica. Another thing. Oh, yeah. Harmonicas, I assume, are hard. I, I'm bad at keeping time, It seems time, like it should too. be... I feel like that one should be fairly easy. It just... I don't know. I'm just... I'm not good at music. The only guitar I can play is the one that's got one paddle and five colored buttons sure talking about rock band sure or guitar hero or guitar hero <laughs> but yeah that's that's all i can do with my fingers uh to go on do you have a well a book of the year maybe yeah, kind of um I felt really bad doing this one because I was like, damn, oh did I read a book this year? Oh. I tried to think of an audio book I listened to. Comic I don't, book? Um, That's what I did. I don't even... I, I, always, I always forget that too, but I, I didn't read a comic book either. Oh. I did, but I did not enjoy it. Oh. Um, what was it? Trees. Oh, I saw that. It, yeah, you didn't I, care for it? Uh, I Again, I just... The comic book medium, I... You don't love it. I'm so I I it stresses me out like it doesn't so. stress me out but it's like I want to read it and then I'm reading it and then like oh I'm probably missing stuff from the pictures because I'm just reading the words and yeah. like that thing with subtitles I talk about like, I'm bad at reading and uh, looking at pictures I, guess. I mean does... you could do it in turns I I don't know I know it's exactly like, that's I, how most I'm people just, do it yes. I feel like but I think I just go straight to the words most of the time I'm just like boop 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 words words words. And I, I was also reading it on my phone because I found a website where oh, sure. um, you can, it's just a database of free comics. I've been but, using Comixology. Yeah. Really good. I, it'd probably be better on a tablet. Um, well, yeah. 
but trees is about i'll talk about trees anyway because i did read it yeah could be <laughs> um, your book of the year yeah. that's the only one my other one's great though because <laughs> oh. i did i i read to my son so i do uh, read books okay. so <laughs> like kids books yes <laughs> um uh trees is about these things that appear on earth that are big tall poles essentially okay and they're they call them trees mm -hmm. and they I don't I didn't get very far uh, <laughs> well and maybe they release a poisonous gas sometimes yeah. maybe that comes in later um but I don't think they do much but some like you it kind of shows you like because they pop up all around the world and they don't know where they came from and it's an alien kind of thing but yeah exactly but they don't know so they uh like in some parts of the world uh like real estate becomes less valuable around there in some parts of the world they just block it off completely and don't let you live near there mm -hmm. and it kind of tackles like it shows you how each country is tackling the issue which is, reminds me of a movie so it sounds like an analogy for something else so i'm, just I'm like... sure and i bet if i got further into it it'd be better it was kind of it was gripping because it like kind of let you off in the one issue i read was yeah. like oh this plant is growing but <laughs> like the mystery of it was i like kind of the alien mystery of it things popping up is it uh like a modern day america or what is it is it like a what is the setting i don't know if they were real countries okay but was it like a modern thing or is it a post-apocalyptic worldliness uh, it was a modern thing the world okay. was still like functioning okay. as normal as, yeah, the real world. So these trees hadn't, like, ruined the planet or something. Like it that. didn't seem like they had done that yet. But they could but potentially. The, yeah, potentially. It. So that's why, like, realist people, the real estate was down. Like, one story arc was following someone who had, had just had to move to an apartment complex near a tree because mm. they sucked and were poor. And one was following that. Not that poor people sucked. They just... <laughs> I'm going to edit that out. But, uh, damn it, no. Um, yeah, he wanted to be an artist. He was a starving artist. That's why he moved there. Um, and that sucks. That's what I meant. Uh, so who, who wrote this? Do you remember? Uh, no. Is it, I thought it was like Kirkman or something like that, Robert Kirkman. Maybe. And, uh, one was like, uh, another story arc was, um, an Arctic, like, research facility researching hmm. the trees and... Like some people just newly arriving there, some people being there for a while. But it, it, the concept did interest me. I just, uh, that comic book medium. I just did you like the it. art? Yeah, no. It no. wasn't dynamic. It wasn't like anything that crazy great. Yeah, I like the cover. That's about it. Yeah. The cover looked intriguing. The weird tree faced man. I don't even know if I saw the cover. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. It was definitely the concept that, because I heard about like what it was about okay so, and it was explained a lot better than i just did fair enough okay <laughs> but what was your actual book? the actual book that i have read was i've been reading through the notebook of doom series i don't know this series. you probably don't it's a series of books by troy cummings who's a children's author and he writes storybooks about kids who see monsters and they have like a monster manual that they add to mm -hmm. And they like meticulously research these monsters in each uh, different book. There's like 13 books in the series. Is an encounter or a mystery of a monster? They find this monster manual. Mm -hmm. It's already got stuff in it. Okay. But then they start adding stuff to it too. It's a good children's book. Like, is this an? Uh, do they have pictures to it or is it just yeah. an actual? Okay. I can I <laughs> I, I can 
You can show me personally. <laughs> yes, but um, I no, I can't. I don't have it with me no. right now. <laughs> but I can. It's I can look at the pictures and read the words in this one. I don't know why I can do it in a picture, but not a comic book. But is it because they aren't in like? Are they in bubbles like they would be in? Uh, no, like it's just written book. like a like a Bernstein Bears. Okay. Chapter. So book it's kind of like in within the picture, right? Yeah. Kind of like yeah. Yeah. Or sectioned off in a certain specific... And then there's, like, these cool, like, spreads of, like, oh, here's the monster, here's what's in the notebook. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's fun. It's yeah. It's got, like, an overarching plot at the end, kind of starts ramping up, like, oh, it's all tied together. And for a kid's book to do that, it's... You don't see that a lot. A lot of, um... Are, it's like, kind of episodic and stuff in a are, way. Yeah, episodic. Yeah. And books are episodic, but... Uh, and it's got, like, finality at the end, too. It's got closure. So. Yeah, that's good. The yeah. thirteen books. Uh, it's I mean, I won't recommend it. it because it's not for adults. But hey, if you got kids and they like monsters, my kid, like I've said, morbid, macabre little guy. So, uh, what age group would you recommend it for? Eight? Oh, or seven? like four to ten. Four to, four to ten. Okay. Yeah. There, yeah. Um. Yeah. And he, like, he doesn't like to write. My son doesn't like to draw or write a lot. He likes to draw, but uh. You know, now I'm like, hey, why don't you make a monster in your notebook? And yeah. he goes and he'll write all, like, the behavior and the habitat and stuff like that. So Yeah, that's kind of fun. interesting. That, yeah. You know, it's kind of, it's like, recording of kind of stuff like that. I don't know. Just, uh, I think whenever I saw that in a fictional kind of way, whenever it's kind of this, uh, you know, here's the things about it, here's what it looks like. Yeah. Whenever it looked kind of like, I don't know, uh... Like, sometimes in Hellboy, I read Hellboy. Right. It's just like, he's like, here's the creature, and here's kind of stuff, like, here's just some scribbled down notes and how I should handle it or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of like we were talking about earlier, the companion book, the Fantastic Beast books. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. Same idea. Yeah. Like, if you have to improvise, like, this, like, here's a way to think about yeah, it. Yeah, like, yeah. It's like, fireworks well, and he comes up and he's like, oh, here's a lighter or something, he throws it. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's exa- that book is Same exactly kind of like idea. that, yeah. Yep. Yeah, because you open it up, and they're like, oh, we're going to get rid of it this way. It's distracted by candy, guys. Yeah. So, yeah. That's cool. Did you have a book? I think <laughs> I, uh, well, I partially mentioned the one I said, Hellboy. I've been nice. reading that on repeat. I, uh, I've been purchasing the Omnibuy. Right. There yeah. are four within the main kind of uh, series, and they've kind of got a bunch of branching series with either side characters or his like prequel days but it's just kind of following him from his birth and spoiler alert final days oh no well you know it's it's yeah. inevitable everything for everyone, ends yeah even, even hellboy even yeah, the devil he's not immortal um no uh the last omnibus is called uh hellboy in hell uh, where he's gone down to hell to kind of is he fighting down there now? He is fighting cool. down there. Yeah, he was your hero choice, yeah. Uh, was he my hero choice? I think I my hero so. choice was... I know, I edited uh, He was my, yeah, my book-based hero choice. Right. Um, yeah, I also picked uh, Deadly Class, which I don't know if I've talked about. I have not heard um, This is a, uh, it's a graphic novel by, oh, who wrote this? Shoot. Uh, I believe it was Rick Remender, who's written a lot of good series. Um, and it's about this school. It's following the story of this guy who's going to the school that's full of killers, basically. 
all the people are have been recruited for one reason or another. Um, like they're sons of serial killers, they're daughters of like mafia mafioso. Mm. They're like you know, all the parents have some kind of connection with like death. Like they're like death dealing people, and these are all their kids, and they're learning how to become better killers. And, oh wow! Yeah, and like so, they've got classes, and like it's kind of like a Harry Potter kind of thing, except <laughs> yeah. the classes are like, like poison. Murder. Yeah, and it's like it's yeah, all the classes are based on murder. Like there's torture, some, uh, torture. I think was one of them. One was like decapitation <laughs> was like one of the classes. I mean, there are several ways. Yeah, and like just this expanded stuff, and it has to do with the relationships between uh this kid and kind of the friends and enemies he makes within the school and how it's it's a murdery school so it's like <laughs> what do you think's going to happen you know and it's, Interesting. it's very tense and uh you know there's a lot of backstabbing and alliances formed and uneasy alliances that uh, so that's a, it's a comic it's not a manga it is a comic i would highly recommend it there's a bunch of al- uh, albums bunch of uh graphic novels already released in it and it's it's good i like it quite a bit it's very dark it's uh definitely uh not for kids uh, yeah yeah like many comics like many comics is it uh is it more character based are there like a lot of different characters or is it there, mostly story uh there is kind of a there's kind of like individual stories there's an overarching story yeah um, but there, it is very character driven where it's kind of focusing on one guy, but it kind of goes across to this kind of cast of characters that are kind of within this group over time. Gotcha. And you kind of learn everyone's backstory and, you know, what their purpose is and why they're kind of in the school and, you know, what they're trying to do with their, you know, learning there and whatnot cool. and learning the rules of the school and, you know, you don't do this or bad stuff will happen to you. Yeah. There's a lot of, it seems to be a theme. <laughs> Very, Lately, yeah, lots of uh, schools. This is a school, school related. Yeah. This is a school for magic. School Here's a school for, for heroes. Yeah, heroes. There's a, there's one on Netflix. Here's a school for, uh, <laughs> anime girls to learn how to gamble. <laughs> the heck is that? I don't. Know. Oh, is that category? Like yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I because I was like, oh, this looks cool, and then it was like teaching them how to play blackjack. I was like, I don't. Care. It has to do with like, yeah, I, I've seen that like clips of that series and I've heard a lot of people. I mean, uh, if they do have dynamic like animation of them like flipping over a card, I might be into it. (laughs) They do have a lot of that. It's a lot I might have been sold. It's a lot showed in the trailers. But a lot of the stuff in that series specifically is um trading money. Some of them's trading like I think like what girls trading their sex or whatever. Some of that happens in there. Uh maybe. Um and it's just them kind of I think it's a really prestigious school that, like, people are, like, you need a lot of money to get into. Yeah. So part of it's kind of, like, playing Mm -hmm. to stay there, I think. Yeah, if it's got dynamic animation, that might sell me then. It's definitely I didn't think writing could be interesting, but Death Note was... I mean, yeah. I think anything, like, if it's done in a certain way, it can be, like... uh, Like, obviously, writing, they've got a ping-pong, the animation, which is, like, it's a very specific type of thing. I don't know. Yeah, so Deadly Class, Hellboy. Hellboy's good. They're both good. Have you seen the uh, new Hellboy trailer? I saw part of it. I didn't love the way he looked. Yeah. It, uh, um, I definitely like Ron Perlman. Yeah, better. yeah definitely. Uh, I, I thought he was kind of perfect for that, honestly. Me too. Yeah, the voice, the big head. The... 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, David Harbour, the guy he's doing, is also, he's pretty beefy. Uh, he know. looks, I don't know. It just doesn't look Yeah, right. he's not as big, definitely. Yeah, and, yeah, I'm not crazy about the hair either. They make him kind of like, saggy don't yes they? yeah the Is i that... felt like the prosthetics weren't as good as yeah the last one i was just like i remember him being kind of like ripped at yeah. least with the prosthetic he looks like he's got a very weird saggy kind of like chest and torso it's yeah. kind of odd they almost... like an old man chest or something it's like they're trying to go too more realistic yeah. but it's it doesn't work or even maybe a different art style but like the cartoony one in the first movie i think works way better because yeah. it is just like a cartoony type thing yeah i wasn't crazy about the trailer either i uh, just looked like a cab just like a bunch of stuff that i didn't understand just a lot of it slapped together There's in a lot in there. well in what well, have been read a lot of the comics the way that they kind of shift uh between scenarios it isn't super well done like i enjoy it but it's kind of like it's very chaotic it isn't done in a way where i i have been able to fully understand where i'm like wait where are they now yeah that seems that looks like the movie it just was like a montage of like here's a scene here's a scene here's a scene like that's kind of gonna be a lot in this comic it's like he gets thrown into one thing and then another and i'm like what wait he was just here yeah i feel like an idiot because maybe they're doing an okay job of maybe like mimicking the style but maybe that's not the media maybe that's not the best way of doing it uh game did you have one i did for 2018 uh yeah uh i just got this for christmas of course you did (laughs) um and this i mean everyone's talking about this so i have another one too that okay everyone might be talking about as well but um this i got super smash brothers ultimate yeah um it's just got, I mean, if you know what Super Smash Brothers is, it's a fighting game with every, it used to be like a bunch of Nintendo characters, but they've branched now. There's like Sonic's in it, Snake, and this version, Ultimate, has like every character from every Super Smash Brothers there's ever been. It's a, So it's a fighting game that has characters from different series is right. the main drawing board. So right, it's yeah. Link and Mario yeah, and fight each other. Yeah. Donkey Kong, yeah. etc. Kirby can punch samus in the face sure you know got the little dudes from splatoon which i like and um having a lot of fun but uh yeah uh it's just you know like when we were kids i mean now kids there's so much ip and so much like you got avengers infinity war so you get to see all this stuff like who if iron man met spider-man what would happen but yeah. as kids when we were doing it like comics did it but i didn't read a lot of comics but as kids you'd be like what would happen if this guy from this show came and fought this guy from this movie now all of the media is like this we had to imagine it back then yeah but uh and super smash Bros. was kind of like one of the first things that did it especially in games like I remember. Do you remember the first commercial for Super Smash Brothers, the original one? Nah, it was yeah, like a, not really. No, it was like a mascot suit of Mario, a guy in a mascot of the like the big mascot suits of Pikachu I'm, and Yoshi, yeah, and they're all kind of like playing around in a park, and then they all start punching each other, and it's just this really goofy thing. Um, but I, yeah, I've been waiting. I had to wait. I had to be a financially responsible adult and wait until Christmas to get this game because it came out a couple weeks before it. But ah, it was worth the wait. I played it. I've been on break and I've playing a bunch of it, and I just like it a lot. Worth the wait. Um, it's about 
60 bucks typical kind of yeah, game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They've, it's a triple A, you know, AAA Nintendo. Game. They're yeah. allowing, they're going to have more DLC. Yeah, DLC Piranha Plant is coming out. They've kind of reduced the campaign elements, I believe. Yeah, and there's not a lot of cutscenes or anything. Like, um, I think the Wii version probably had the most, probably the best campaign. Melee or uh, Brawl. for the, uh, Brawl, okay. Yeah, um, I think it was Brawl. Yeah, because they, like, the campaign had, like, kind of advent like levels in it like platforming what was levels. it called it was called like star, star... uh subspace emissary that's what it was yeah, yeah. and there were, it had like cool cutscenes, and as you like you would unlock the characters because you'd be saving them from situations and stuff like that <clears throat> the the new campaign mode in this one it's i like the concept of it where it's like the branching kind of thing yeah you, and you got an overworld and you go and you can choose who you fight and you go around you only start with kirby and you unlock them one by one, uh, and you can fight like these other things, the the spirits quote, which is, I think is a cool way to include like the lesser characters and supporting characters from games. Yeah, it's a way of kind of showing like all these other characters that have kind of like been in all of these other things, right? And connected franchises and whatnot. And then you can kind of go into the little documents and kind of learn, like, who is this? Why is he here? Yeah. All that stuff. And I think they, the way you obtain and rescue these little spirit guys, they, you get, you're put into a fight scenario, which I think is really cool at mimicking them. Like, they're like wheezing the Pokemon if you're going to go fight wheezing. His, where you fight him, there's going to be poisonous gas everywhere. Yeah. So I think it's a cool way of doing that. Um, but yeah, I, I'm enjoying this game a lot. I'm sure I've only played pretty much like the classic mode, you know, arcade type. Here's a fight, here's a fight, here's a fight. Or the, like we were talking about, the campaign mode. I haven't gone online yet, and I'm sure I'm going to get squashed online. Yeah, that is, people, this is the perfect kind of game for people to latch on to and just yes. start crushing everyone. Oh, else. yeah, and I've latched on to it, but I'm slowly improving. Yeah. I played for maybe six or more, six to ten hours so far in four days. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, uh, it's a lot of fun. My, I so the classic mode like you pick an intensity to start on. Correct. It's one through then, five, I believe initially. Yes, right? I did not know it was one through five, and I kept putting myself on four point five, and I was I didn't realize oh I'm just like point five away from the highest one you can start on. I might as yeah. well just start on five. Uh, the first time I played classic, because then you keep like it keeps adding to the intensity. It goes like, yeah. oh, you did really good in that fight. We're ratcheting up. We're adding po- plus point eight or whatever. Yeah. And you can get up to at the end nine point nine. Yeah. I played with Link first. Yeah. And I got an eight point eight on my first run through. Okay. And that's been the best I've been able to do. <laughs> since. Yeah, I've, I've yet to get that high. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've gotten like seven point six seven point nines but like the first one i got 8.8 and i thought it was going to be that easy from then on it was not yeah i like i've been playing on some of the lower difficulties just to see like how far you can get with like uh you know how far it might move you up yeah and then i've been like doing like one and seeing how far and then two and three and it's just been it's been slow going and some of those characters i just don't have a you know clear hand on so i'm just like you know, I don't know anything about Villager, so I'm just like, I just get my ass kicked every time. Yeah, what I really like about the Smash Brothers series is that, the, I mean, the controls are all the same for each character. It's not a yeah. Mortal Kombat where 
all the combos are different. You have to directions learn directions or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It, like the certain button presses. It's same with like Street Fighter. It's a but like sideways A. Every character is going to have a sideways A move. Sideways B, down B. Every character has a different one, and then they they're like cool specials depending on that character's abilities. Yeah, but also like it goes deep into it too. Like, oh, sideways A is the same for everyone, but. Marth, he's got a sword. If he hits you with the end of his sword, that's going to do a lot more damage than if he hit you with, like, the hilt of it. So it's, like, control scheme easy, but then you can also go, like, deep into this, which is, like, I listen to a Smash Bros. podcast as well, and they go deep in, like... But yeah. in a fast-paced match like that, can you really control how much control, you know... That's, yeah, you know, practice. The, the tip of the sword over the hill. Oh, yeah, you gotta know, the... like, um, like distancing, pretty much. You gotta know how far it is. Like, I've been playing with Marth a lot. Yeah. He's probably my main right now. Who Marth is from Fire Emblem. I've never played a Fire Emblem game. Mm -hmm. I've heard there's a lot of reading, and it's a tactics game. Yeah. Both are strikes for me. Wow, yeah. Um... I just don't have the patience for a tactics game. They're tough. Also. And, and there's permadeath all of the time, too. Yeah. So Marth could just die, I think. Right. Potentially. But ever since he was even in... He was introduced in Smash Bros. Melee. Yeah. And I liked him back then, too. But, um, yeah, like... All sword characters are pretty solid. Yeah, I like characters. the sword. Like I said, I did best with Link right off the bat. Yeah. Marth. I like Link because he's got sword and he's got a bunch of different projectiles he can use for specials. Ike. Like yeah, I did I oh I lost to him. That's right. I got the yeah. challenger approaching and I lost. I've lost to a few of them, which yeah. really sucks. It's annoying when that happens. Yeah, but then have you gotten the gate? You can rematch them. Uh, not yet. No. Oh yeah, you get... I know like it's a thing, but yeah, I it only pops up every once in a while. Yeah. And I, because I lost to Bayonetta and Greninja, but I rematched them. I can't remember who beat. I think it was Bayonetta. But when you go to rematch them, you can choose the character instead of, like, having to fight them as the last person you were. Yeah, that's always kind of like, oh, great, I have to fight yeah. them as, like, Jigglypuff or something. Right, like yeah, that. it's like I was playing the campaign mode and fighting as this, and I backed out, and now I have to fight as them again. Yeah. In this high-stakes fight of unlocking characters. I want to be really good with the, the Inkling Splatoon character because i love splatoon but uh i'm finding it really hard to play as them yeah i feel like some of the characters even though they are essentially you know just they have different things going on like i think like some will always be underpowered like yes. i think like just because of their moveset or the way that they move or whatever it's like jigglypuff is always just gonna be kind of eh. i you know what i thought that and then we have, like, an arcade bar around us, Yeah, I, I was hanging out there one night, and some guy was just going around asking people if they wanted to play Smash, and he whooped all our asses as Jigglypuff. Really? Yes. Well, okay. And he was wasted, too, and he was, like, way more drunk than I was. Because, I, I, well, you know, I'm so used to the N64. It was the N64 oh, one. That uh, might have been why I sucked, because uh, I'm not as great as that one, but he, like, freaking murdered us. That character was always... Terrible. Yeah, all I her mean, songs, all her like special moves are just put you to sleep. That's essentially like all her moves. Well, I feel like one of them's put herself to sleep. Right. Yeah, and you like the other ones, and it hits. If it hits you, it hurts you. Oh, okay. Yeah. But the other ones like put you to sleep, and the other ones like this crappy punch. Yeah. 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 Uh, Man, uh, that character uh, we always thought was trash back in the day. Yeah, I I still can't control her well. Like Ness is a. Uh, 
Ness he's is hard to control because yeah. he's got that weird. You have to like yeah, make the, the direction. PK Thunder. Yeah. PK Fire is so annoying. To yeah. PK Fire. Yeah. Not to rant too much about this, we could talk about. Oh yeah. This game for hours, I'm sure. Definitely. Yeah. But yeah, there's all those little details. Like, have you played with a, a Castlevania dude, a Belmont yet? No. Like they have a, a chain. Whip, right? yeah. yeah. And it sucks. I thought it sucked, but then like if you space it enough yeah. and you hit them right at the end with the ball, like that's attached to it, boom, super damaged. Yeah. So it's yeah. Makes sense. It's it's a learning curve. It's yeah. a lot of like paying attention to dumb little things like that, if you know how. But yeah, people do it. I went to a Smash Bros. tournament once and got obliterated. Well, yeah, that'll happen. Uh, yeah. Do you have a game for this year? Uh, yeah, a game that I really want to beat and haven't been able to. It's called Darkest Dungeon. I may have mentioned this uh, on another episode. I know we've talked about it. Yeah, it's... I uh, talked about it on here, though. Uh, I... I spent a lot of time. I spent close. I spent a lot of time on uh, Stardew Valley this year. That's another one that I've I really like. Uh, this is a completely different game, where you have a band of adventurers. You've got a bunch of different type of people, and you're kind of in this. Uh, you're in a row of four people, and you have to go through a dungeon. And usually there's uh, a mission within the dungeon that you have to complete. And you're characters are there's a permadeath thing going on so right. if they die they're dead forever yep. um there's this uh, component called stress so if they become more stressed out uh which is represented through a numerical value that they start missing more they start doing less damage uh, they start uh you know they might turn on each other at some point oh that's that's terrible. And it, it becomes incredibly hard if somebody becomes stressed out, and it's hard to manage it that. Stresses kind of you out. That's it stresses hard. me it's out. It's stressing me to hear about it. Yeah. Like, yeah, micromanaging game. I don't know if that's... It's definitely not like it's this. It's kind but. of like what it is. It's kind of like a tactics game. Yeah, those stress a me out. A little bit, yeah. Or um, like an RTS stresses me out. That's... It's not an RTS. It's, it is like a... Uh, like, you've got four people, and, like, you might have somebody who can do heavy damage up front or, like, be a tank up front. Yeah. You can be someone who can hit, like, ranged or, like, cause, like, uh, you know, multi-damage or, like, effects on right behind them. Behind them, you might have a healer who can just do that and or cause buffs or debuffs. And then <laughs> behind them, you've got, like, a long-range person. And then on the other side, they've got, like, four people who've kind of got the same thing. Or they've got one big guy who can just crush you. Yeah, is it, it's, it's like a, is it a turn-based strategy? It is turn-based. There's also stuff like they there's numbers to everything. So you've yeah. got numbers to hit. You've got speed numbers. You can slow people down. They don't get stressed. Only you do, which is annoying. There are bleed effects. So it can bleed, cause damage over time. And it's, it is so annoying to just see a party just get wiped out. Or yeah. just get parties get wiped out over and over again. I don't know if I could deal with that. <laughs> it is it is a fun game, but I, like I'm so close to beating it, and I'm just getting wiped out over and over really? again. Yeah. And then it'd be good if you could keep those characters, but you don't. Right, they're they're dead. dead. And then do you like recruit more? You recruit from... more, and yeah. they basically start at zero a right. lot of the time. So it's just like, all right. <laughs> and not all the characters do the same thing. It is annoying, but I I'm so close to beating it, and it. It is my game because I spent so much time on it. Yeah. 
and it is just frustrating. And I'm like getting to a point where I'm like, this is like I'm thinking about just ending it. Yeah, it's more work than yeah. like playing now. But I'm like, I'm so close, and I'm like, how much longer do I just do this before I either quit? I can always come back to it, I yeah. guess. But I'm like, I feel like uh. Yeah, you mentioned Stardew. Like, <laughs> that game started to become work for me, so I had to start taking, like, breaks from it. Yeah. Just because at the end, it was... I, I'm at a lull in that game right now where it's, winter. like... Winter. Yeah, it's winter, and it's, like, what am I doing? Why do... <laughs> like, I'm just farming every day, and yeah. it just... It kind of feels like work. But, yeah, things like that stress me out. Uh, or an RTS, you said, you mentioned. Yes. You're never into those... I no, used to be. Like StarCraft. I've tried to play StarCraft a few times. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's just like build, keep building, keep keep building, and keep building. I'm like, I can't do this. I have to keep keeping up, and like people are coming to attack me. I, I cannot do with this under pressure. Yeah. <laughs> you could, I bet you'd be good at like, what about like a Sim City? Like, a, is that all right? Because that's like, you're pressured to build, but you're not like right, under peril. That's why I like Stardew, because you, you are pressured to build and upgrade, but it, doesn't rush you at all. You, yeah, you go at doesn't your own pace. Really matter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So SimCity, it's just people complaining. I feel like. Yeah, like I haven't like, played. We need water. <laughs> yeah, I tried to play one version. It was very. It was too much for me. Yeah, um, but I've seen like I want to play the old like Nintendo version. I've yeah. seen that. That looks a lot easier. Or like the Sims. Yeah, like, I like oh, the we Sims. Need food. The Sims and the herbs. Yeah, yeah. As a kid, you just put all the cheats on, so you just yeah. have to like actually play the game and just yeah. do whatever you want i did that with SimCity also it's just like oh i just have the best things now yeah but uh, yeah uh, like darkest dungeon like dying over and over again at some points i'm just like i'm the just... game was fun i'm not having fun now so yeah. i'm gonna put it down uh, i i've been playing it a little bit every day just to like level people up and try one of the right. ones i've been stuck on and just like it's just throwing like crap at all it's like throwing people into a meat grinder and it's just like yeah. <sighs> and you lose them and yeah. you lose them i can't deal with that either i'm like so obsessed with like safe saves and yeah like oh just shut it off and restart over again it if i lose that saves it after yeah. uh, it's one of those games where it's like oh it's saved now that they're dead yeah that's not a dealing game yeah. <laughs> i like to be very planned out and methodical in my games like my spirits i'm like i'm gonna level up this guy yeah because, and i'm gonna give this one away like i won't give one away until i know yeah this is one of the games I'm where i'm safe. like i heard about it and i at first i was like this is bad yeah and i've then heard I like good got things into it. like everyone who's played it says it's great and it's very addicting so yeah i got into it and then i'm like okay i'm doing stuff now and then i have just hit a wall yeah so i don't know i might have to take time away from it at some point but well good luck to you I yeah i've more also more power than i playing, i just purchased the Mega Man legacy oh, collections cool. uh there's one that it's like 60 bucks and you just get all of right. them yeah uh how, did you play Mega Man a lot? As a, I played, uh, yes, I never beat it because they're rock hard. They are so hard. Can't yeah. shoot up. Yeah. Can't sh shoot up. You can't shoot down. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's a very specific type of platforming type thing that they had in those early days. The nicest thing that I immediately recognized, uh, well, it took me a little while, I guess, but uh, they've got this button that's a rewind button. Oh. So basically, if you miss a jump, you can hit this button oh, nice. up to a certain point. 
It only does it for maybe like a minute or so, but it can save you a lot of hassle. Yeah, yeah, because those games are freaking hard. It also allows you to save the game. Good. Because that was never a thing. Yeah. I played Mega Man X either one or two for just probably like a year, and I got super far, and I was never able to beat it. It yeah. It was just so incredibly frustrating. I have... um. I have that Super Nintendo Classic, and one of the Mega Man X comes on it. Yeah. And that's, like, the most I've played a Mega Man game ever. Yeah. So I've been going through... I've beaten two of them already. Nice. The one first and two. two. The one first two, two yeah. Going, I'm going in going order currently. That's how to do it. If you're yeah. going to do them all. Yeah, that sounds hard. It, um... You can look online and be yeah. like, you know, because <laughs> there's, like, a boss two. order. Right, yeah. yeah. They've always had that in those games where it's like, hey, if you use this against this guy, he dies immediately. And I'm like, perfect. Right, but they never tell you. Yeah, you got to figure, you gotta it, figure out. it out. But if you look online, yep. which is just the thing now. Yeah, because like, back yeah, then perfect. when they came out, yeah, it was Kill a Kill Woodman in one hit. <laughs> yeah, I I like that about those. It's it's fun. And it's as like a, a kid, it was kind of a puzzle. Yeah, yeah, like a RPS, like who's who. And you don't know. And it's the mystery. But it's so freaking hard. And you die and lose all of them anyway. Yeah. So. It's definitely, like, in that kind of area of, like, those hard platformers yeah. that were around for the SNES. Like Ninja Gaiden. Yeah, Ninja Gaiden. Like super hard thing. Or, like, um... A child would never be able Tailspin to or something like that. Oh, yeah. I remember Tailspin. And, uh, I think Lion King was also infamously oh, hard. Oh, God. Lion King. I got so close to beating that. <laughs> really? Movie. Yeah. I think I got, like, two... I got to an adult, which is hard. Super hard already. <laughs> Like, that stampede level is so stupidly hard. Yeah, I think, like, the Sega version is easier or something, but the Super Nintendo version is impossibly yeah. hard. And then uh, Aladdin, I think, was another one. Oh, was yeah, Aladdin hard. was stupidly hard also. Because <laughs> he threw apples at people and people, yeah, that was his thing. Yeah, I never had, I was never allowed to have a system until I was older, so I didn't, I missed out on all those great Disney games. Yeah, I played a lot of those, and I, great is a debatable word. <laughs> yes. It iconic, is, maybe yeah, iconic, yeah. That, but I played a lot of that Lion King game, and getting to adulthood, like I think I cried the first time, <laughs> like, like I did it, because you have to play through this like jungle level where they play like this repetitious, you know, music, like the Disney music. Uh, I can't remember which one it is, but you're kind of like, and you have to like time like you're riding on a giraffe's head. And it's oh, moving forward, and you I have just to, like, can't wait jump. to be king. Oh, that was it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the one. Yeah. There's uh, also the stampede level, which is stupidly hard. Uh, which you're running at the screen, and the buff- oh, buffalo. it's like a run. Oh, yeah, you're running Man, at the screen. Like you a see Star them behind Fox you. Scenario, yeah. Yeah. Jeez. That's cool. Man, the the risks they took back then. The technological. <laughs> Yeah, then I got Leaps. to adulthood, and I think I, because I, you could actually, like, properly fight as an adult, because you can't do it yeah. as, like, a child in that game. Well, we all cry a little on our way to adulthood, yeah. I think. And I was just like, oh, I got to it, and then I died, like, early on, but I was like, <laughs> at least I got to it. <laughs> it can be done. Yeah. <laughs> it's possible. I have the power within yeah. me. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah. yeah, Mega Man. Yeah, do you have a fake up? <laughs> 
a favorite one? Uh, the one I played the most was that first X one. Yeah, so, and like... I've only been playing like them in order. So yeah, because X is so. cool because you can change into X, right? Or is that X two? Is that a different? X two, you can change into zero. Zero. Okay. okay. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Zx. I don't know their names. Yeah, zero is the guy with the blonde hair and the right. Radar. He's got a sword. Yeah, yeah, I always love. I think it's two or three. I believe that you can change into zero. I, see, I didn't even know there was three of them. Yeah, because that confused. Because Mega Man X is not Mega Man Ten. Cor- correct. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that I didn't know that. There's a lot of Mega. Man. Me- there's Mega Man because it's Mega Man Legacy Collection and Mega Man Legacy Collection Two, Mega Man X Legacy Collection, Mega Man X. Because there is a Mega Man Two. Mega Man 11 just came out. I know. Yes. So that series, the thing I bought, comes with that also. So oh, really? 11 it's and all of the one. legacies. Cool. So it was 60 bucks. It was I, wow, that's yeah, a decent 60, deal. It's like right, yeah. 40 games. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would definitely recommend it. It's They're tough, but they're good. And I, I liked that X quite a bit when I was a kid. Yeah, I can't <laughs> wait to unlock him in Smash Brothers. Zero is uh, it was always a cool character but like, yeah. i always remembered playing that one and if he dies uh you can't use him anymore oh really yeah he can only if that's per game too it's Ugh. like so if he dies like you're better off just like not using him right yeah he's alive yikes <laughs> or just like see uh, i don't like that permadeath yeah he's like got it. like a permadeath per game it's weird or he's just like, he's not dead, but he's like, oh, we have to put him in stasis for the rest of the game. <laughs> or something weird. Yeah, I don't know any Mega Man lore at all. Like, Dr. Wily. I know I know some character names, because they're mostly like Cut Man. Rock and Roll. <laughs> yeah. But I know, yeah, there's a Dr. Wily. Dr. He's got Light. a lot of robots a lot. And uh, Mega Man is not one of them. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know the lore. To be okay, <laughs> and some of them, like I have some of the spirit cards in Smash Brothers, and they can be evolved. I don't understand who they are, but yeah. yeah. And is Mega Man a boy or a robot? Uh, I think he's or a, a ro- man. <laughs> I think he's a robot. That sounds right. I think it's like an Astro Boy situation. That's what I was thinking. But he's um, a, but I've seen him out of his armor also. Oh. But I think your... it's he's like a robot an droid. Yeah, I think he's like an android <laughs> who wears robot armor sometimes. Because towards the end of the first game, once you beat it, spoiler alert, they show him like running like at different points. He's like in his armor. Like there's one point he has he doesn't have his helmet on. You see his okay. crazy like anime hair. Huh. All right. So that that is not his head. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then hmm. you see him like dressed up in like a t-shirt and shorts. But I think he's still got, like, the robot joints and stuff like that, like an Astro Boy. But I couldn't really tell. Damn. I don't know. We could solve this begs with Google question. probably pretty easily. Probably. Yeah. Begs the question. Or answer it in the comments. Yeah. <laughs> email us in. Is Mega Man a man? An android? Or a boy? A boy? Or a robot? Or yeah. something else? Yeah. I don't know. And same with Astro Boy. No. He's a robot. <laughs> he is a robot. He's, there was a movie of that recently, wasn't yes. there? Pixar? I, that might have been like 10 years ago, wow. I believe so. Far <laughs> yes. Oh. Boy. yes. I, I've never understood Astro Boy. It's old. He's a boy. He's an old... There was a new series one time, like maybe in the 2010-ish like era. Pixar, wasn't it? Was it really 10 years ago? Yeah, it was old. <laughs> 
and then there was there's also like Adult Swim or Toonami had the old Astro Boy, but they would like dub it really inappropriately, and I couldn't tell if that's actually what the show was. Mm, maybe it was very odd. And they would like because on commercials it might have just been weirdly out of context, but it seemed like it was just dubbed like outrageously odd. How so? Like, I'm kind of curious. Um, I don't know, just weird sexual innuendos. Not even innuendos, like flat out sexual jokes, like to Astro Boy. Oh, weird. <laughs> yes. Well. I'll have to look into that. Do yeah, that sure. Begs the question. If anyone knows about Astro Boy, let me know. Uh, Anything about it. Yeah. Uh, I had kind of a quiz thing. I know we've probably gone on probably long enough, but I've got a quick one, I guess. Do you no, remember I'm... the... Well, this is a quick question. Do you remember what won the best picture this year? <laughs> no. Yeah. Oh, maybe. I might. Um, I think I saw this because I don't care about the oscars at all fair enough i think it's just a really bunch of hollywood circle jerks everyone patting themselves on the back i think the academy you buy your way in it's full of famous producers just trying to get their own work in i take yes i think this is very political um and i and like this did you hear that for this year they were they were originally going to add a popular category uh, yeah, movie yes, I have. which that, i think is just stupid yes like a the box office kind of dictates what's popular or not not Um, just people yeah exactly and if you're going with popular you're having a bunch of hollywood people vote on it it's not a popular vote if you're not opening it up to the people of the world yeah and those movies can just be movies in their own right as well um but anyway as far as last year i believe um this year Yes, because we're we're still here, but maybe when this is released, it's last year. Time travel, I don't know what I'm saying. And I've also been on vacation, so I forget what day it is. But uh, I believe I watched this, and it is about a lady having sex with a fish man. Yes. Is it The Shape of Water? Yes, it is. Yes, and I did enjoy this movie, actually. Very good uh, special effects, Michael Shannon. Is that his name? I believe so. He's really good at being a dick. <laughs> his movies. Yeah. It's kind uh, of a weird dude, but... Is it Doug Jones, I believe, is the main Yeah, he's the fish man. Who, very similar to the fish man in Hellboy. Yes, definitely. Yeah, yeah. it's... And Guillermo del Toro made both movies. Yes, he, I, I always forget he... I forgot he did The Shape of Water. But yeah, it's a very good, like, period movie. Like, very well done. Um... And uh, it's a love story essentially, but they there's like a really cool like building. Have you seen it? No. It's a really cool building tension scene. Do um, you? This is my. I have a second question. I can let you go. I guess. Oh yeah. Um. I would just recommend seeing it. It okay. sounds really stupid because <laughs> there is a sex scene with a fish man and a. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and it is, but it's, it's like a fantastical movie. Like if you put yourself in the. Kind of like the fantastical elements, like love story of the fifties. Like it's really, it's, it's there. Like an analogy for like interracial romance. It sounds yeah, like. yeah definitely. Basically. Yeah. Do you remember who won the best actor? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> okay. Not at all. It was Gary Oldman. For Darkest Hour was the name of the movie. Yeah. He plays That's Churchill. A Churchill movie. Yeah. 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 Do you know, you know who Gary Oldman is? So. Oh yeah, he's Sirius sure. Black. Sure. He's also <laughs> uh, uh, Commissioner Gordon. Commissioner Gordon. Yeah. Do you know what his 
the first movie where he was a lead actor. Do you know the first? Hmm. I've probably seen it. And Maybe. It's about a band, or a band person, musical person. All right, so it's not Batman Begins. No. <laughs> no, I know. Um, it's about, a, is it Mr. Holland's Opus? No. That's not about a band, that's about a conductor, or a musician, well, it's, or a composer. Well, this is a, about a, a musician. I don't know. Sid and Nancy. No, nope, I haven't seen it. Really? Yep. Wow. Does he play Sid? Yes, he does. Really? Yes. He looks crazy. I'll have to see because I I like Gary Oldman. Yeah. He's a, he does I have some bad movies. Picture. But uh, was not his first movie, but was the first one. Where the first like lead. lead. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Yeah. Uh, the best actress this year was Frances McDormand, who won for uh, what is it? Three uh, billboards outside. Oh Edmonds, yeah, so. I never saw that one. Heard it was good. Long title. Um. Huh. I feel like I I was basically going to ask you the same question. What was her first movie? But I can't imagine you would know it. Probably not. Yeah, it's <laughs> called Blood Simple. It's a crime drama. No. Uh, my she last seems question. To like crime dramas. Yeah, she does. Is about Guillermo del Toro. In 2012, he wrote a very popular m- movie that spawned a popular trilogy. Do you know what this movie is? Okay, he wrote a movie. He did. 2012. In 2012, he wrote it and became a trilogy. Correct. Of movies? Yes. 2012. I never knew this, honestly. It's weird. Uh, I'm I'm going to know it when you tell me. Yeah, you're really going to be annoyed. <laughs> um, a movie that had a trilogy. So it's not part of the trilogy, or is it part of it's the part trilogy? It's part of the trilogy. Okay, it's part of the trilogy. Yes. Guillermo del Toro started a trilogy. Uh, well it's not. Thing. No. I just saw a movie. Oh, yeah, I, I saw a Halloween movie with him in it. With Not him in it. He did. But I didn't know it was him until the end. Um, I don't know. The Hobbit. Oh, he wrote it. He did. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, you think of it as a Peter Jackson movie. Yeah. Because he produced and directed he it. He wrote all three of those movies. All three of them? Yes, he did. Ah. Uh, yeah, I never According saw any of them, so that makes sense. Okay. Uh, um, man, so we were talking about cash grabs earlier. Yeah. I didn't bring that one up because I have that question. But, man, uh, I like really. Lower of the Rings quite a bit. I didn't hate the Hobbit movies, but they seemed like such a cash grab. Well, yeah, We've because it's one it. book. Yeah, and then it's... they were like, "We're gonna do two, and then I was like, "Oh, let's just do three. Well, you just make another. Yeah, trilogy. stretching it out to get more money. It's like under two hundred pages. Right. Yeah. It's like a hundred fifty, maybe. And man, it they just stretch it out. I didn't hate it, but they cut so many corners in it. Does... Like they, it's just all CG. There were no like, there were like barely any practical effects in it. Uh, yeah, I don't like that. I like because Percy Jackson. I mean, the Lord of the Rings movies did great work and were had great leaps for like CG technology, especially yeah. like putting a lot of things on screen at once, like giant CG computer generated bat- like battles, battles and stuff. Because yeah. even like I remember watching it with these, like they had random. <clears throat> Each soldier had a random thing to do. They weren't. They didn't all move uniformly. They yeah. like had a program that made them all battle as individuals rather yeah. than a big unit, which was. They also had a lot of people who like went through like 
like massive makeup process oh, yeah, the orcs, where it would yeah. take like eight hours to put yep. on the makeup and whatnot and in this there was just so little of that like they would spend so much time on like so many people to just do this thing where and they just cut that all out it's just all cg which i know that's its own kind of you know thing but i i don't know it just isn't as interesting to me to see kind of fake things fight other fake things i guess no yeah agreed uh yeah have you so you've read the hobbit have you read the, I read the Lord you, of the Rings. I'd never read the Hobbit, actually. Okay. Surprisingly, uh, have you? But there's other books too, like oh, the Silmarillion. Yeah, D- is any of that like does taken in to fill this th- trilogy of the uh, movie? Um, I think that there's bits and pieces kind of from the lore. I think that book had to do with the lore more than the actual like the stories uh, okay. of the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit. That makes sense. I think I, it's kind of like filling out the world. Like I think it's kind of like a fantastic beast kind of thing. Yeah. It's like I know there's like the stuff. Frodo does stuff after, but I'm not sure if it's just supplemental, like a world building thing like that, or he goes to the uh, Gray Havens or whatever. Yeah, and I, I, I guess there's in the books that story continues. That I or maybe it's just world building after that. But I, I've only seen it referenced by people. I like, think it's world building within the Silmarillion. I don't think it's referenced okay. in the Lord of the Rings. Right, Lord of the Rings, it actually does end with uh, Sam coming home. That's basically it. Yeah. Or Sam being at home and like being like, "I'm back." That's it. The end. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I because I've heard it fleshed out. Like that's fleshed out in the books, but that makes sense that it just be world building. I think it fleshes out the stories of I think Gandalf, Frodo, Sam, and like some of the other people. Like I think Aragorn or whatever, or um, is Arwen. Yeah, I was just curious if any of that was taken and put into the Hobbit. And that's why it's three hours. Are they are three not movies? really? But there are some stuff like I don't know that all the stuff from the Hobbit. I can't imagine all of it directly came from that one. Right, yeah. Book, they had you know? to fill it somehow, yeah. Like, they had one, this story of this guy named Bard, whose ancestor originally shot Smaug. Yeah. And it's, like, him finding this arrow that he's been using as, like, a coat hanger or something. That it's, like, this black hooded arrow that can <laughs> be the only thing that can pierce his skin. And he brings it up to this tower, and the Smaug breaks the big ballista so he uses his son i think i mentioned this to you oh yeah, yeah he, used, he uses yeah, his someone. son he like attaches like part of the the bands to like his son yeah and he like it's... fires like puts the bolt on his shoulder it's a very yeah, weird, weird scene i liked it actually but it's just like he's using his son as a weapon it's strange yeah i've never seen him i don't really intend on they're man they're fine yeah. yeah, but I, I do not know. Him. I definitely associated them with Peter, per, Peter Jackson. Peter, I, yeah, because yeah. he was, I mean, he was usually the one pushing for those projects. Yeah, and the stuff he's done in between, not been good. Right. King Kong, terrible. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was pretty bad. What else has he done? I don't even know. He does, he did a movie that's going to come up in another episode that I'm going to talk about, actually. He produced it, but he no. didn't uh, you know, uh, direct it. Guillermo is doing the new Pinocchio movie. Yeah. Yeah, that seems like a weird choice. Definitely. Yeah. That is weird. I watched a Guillermo del Toro movie on around Halloween. I was looking for something scary to watch. It was mm-hmm. a movie called Crimson Peak. Mm-hmm. I had no idea it was him. But then, like, all these really strange-looking <laughs> ghosts started showing up that were very, 
like graphically made. And I was like, oh yeah, it's a Guillermo del Toro movie. Did you ever see uh, Pan Pan's Labyrinth? Yes, I did. I think I was too young when I saw it. Bummer of a movie. Yes. Yeah, it was. Maybe but, uh, it was just depressing. A, a good movie, but a bummer. Yeah. Movie. Yeah, definitely. Tell them what time my clock stopped or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I don't... I I remember being obsessed with... Like, not obsessed, but just really enthralled with... He's, good world, world, world builder. Good yeah, world. he's definitely a, an interesting filmmaker. Yeah, I can't imagine what goes on in his head. I like uh, that he and uh, Hideo Kojima are starting to make this like weird oh, yeah. video game. Have you seen any of this video game that they're doing? The Death Stranding is what it's called. Is that the one with the babies? That's the one with the weird babies yes, that time I've travels. Seen, yeah, stuff. yeah, and like invisible monsters. Yeah. Yes. Norman I, Reedus. I, yeah, yeah, because yeah, they have those crazy motion capture where they actually have actors like act in video games now and yeah. they're just in the game. Yeah, I saw that you got like you're carrying a baby around in a pod. Yeah, and there's invisible monsters that like make you age. I think that's what or something. I think that's what people are theorizing. That yeah, they make you age so you die, but the baby becomes is your clone, so it becomes Jeez. your appropriate age. That's nuts. Yeah, that's. Yeah, it's How a very do weird. Think of that? Yeah, yeah, definitely. That I've heard a lot of buzz about it. it just, can't figure out what the hell is going on in any of the trailers. That's the buzz. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. I didn't have anything else. Oh, yeah. I guess we'll close it out then. Yep. Where can people find you, Jeff? Uh, at Instagram, at Twitter, at uh, Tumblr. I'm Rireto Shaw on all the, the uh, yes. currently... And you can contact me through the page stuff. Uh, we are wholegdshow at gmail.com. Uh, website is wholegdshow.podbean.com. Facebook.com slash wholegdshow. Try searching for wholegdshow on Twitter. I had to send in my license to verify that I wasn't whatever. 13? <laughs> no, uh, well, I was over 13, but they think I'm three months old because oh. I put the debut of the show as our birthday. Right. <laughs> so they locked our account. So it's, I've been battling to get it back. It might be back up by the time this episode goes out. So have to verify me. <laughs> but, uh, yep, and, uh, alright, so I did Twitter, I did the Facebook, I did the Podbean. website and the email. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, We're thanks. on Facebook. Yeah, I, think I, said that. I did yeah, say the okay. Facebook. Um, Check out Caleb O'Ryan. Oh, Caleb O'Ryan. He did our music, and he can be found on Spotify and streaming services. Give us a five stars, please, and then we, more people will find us and listen to us. And I mean, you can tell us what you didn't like about the show in the comments, but five stars helps with like discoverability. You know, tell a friend. That's the best thing you can do for us. If you want to help the show. Be our street team. That's right. Or email us and we'll talk about it. All right. Yeah. We'll see you next time. We'll see you. Bye. Bye.